on mypodcasthouse.com, you're listening to On The Grid with Tony Shebeki. G'day everyone and welcome. You are On The Grid. You are on mypodcasthouse.com. Thanks for joining us. Got a lot to talk about. We had the uh, supercars up in Townsville this weekend and Formula One over at Silverstone. And to help me cover off on all that, Richard Crail, g'day to you. Hello, Sebexter. I'd just like to point out right now, now the My Podcast House studios I know are in Melbourne, Victoria, sporting capital of the world, and that's great. We love the place. We have satellite studios in Adelaide and in New York last week talking to Brian Mannix. We we do, but current current weather conditions in Melbourne, where where, where are we sitting at the moment? Uh, Bloody cold. Yeah. I'd just like to point out that as we record this, I'm sitting on the Strand in beautiful Townsville. Of course you are. Uh, we, we delight in coming to every year in tropical North Queensland. Uh, currently just uh, just on 20 degrees, light breeze coming off the bay. I'm looking over to Magnetic Island. I've got a coffee. Life's good, mate. Uh, this uh, is how motorsport should, uh, should be a thing. Yeah, it should be. It's so, so you feel like you're in Monaco or something at the moment, do you? I do, actually, yeah. <laughs> yep, more palm trees, though. Less expensive, too. Yeah, exactly. And that'll be us a little bit later on in the year when we uh, bring the uh, On The Grid program from Newcastle. Always uh, look forward to doing that. But uh, this time around, we're talking about Townsville. Uh, what a special weekend for uh, for Red Bull. It was. It was. They, they were dominant, uh, and, and dominant to the likes of which we haven't really seen this year as they continue to develop the ZB Commodore. And, and the signs were promising on Friday and, and uh, the media conference on Friday after practice sort of indicated that, you know, their stroke circuit form in Adelaide was obviously very, very strong. So they've the, the cars have come a long way since then, but they've they've picked up where they left off on the last true straight circuit on the calendar. So, yeah, man, they were they were unbeatable. I'm not going to say unbeatable because they, they were. And, of course, McLaughlin got pole on Saturday, which was really impressive. But from a race pace point of view, no one was going to catch them and, it was only some pretty resolute defending and some really good driving and strategy from McLaughlin and Shell V Power Racing that stopped it being a triple eight whitewash on Sunday. So really dominant performance. Um, just energizes the championship again, doesn't it? Because mm. quite a few people and, and probably foolishly so were sitting there going, Oh, well, McLaughlin's got a full race up his sleeve. He's just gonna cruise away from the field and win the thing by October. Um, I think this was a very firm indication that that's absolutely not going to be the case. Yeah, I think for me the most uh, pertinent thing that really pointed towards how important this was for Triple Eight was Roland Dane at the end of the Shane Van Gisbergen win in race two and just mm. his face that you could see on the television and that it was a face of relief and a face of, all right, we've finally got here now in 2018, let's move on from it. And you could really tell that he... It was just that smile that he had there that you did, this was important in regards yeah. to a team turnaround. And and a big big weekend for that outfit too. And, and don't underplay the significance of, oh, of sure. Friday's, yeah. Friday's announcement of Craig um, into the team psyche for the weekend because that was a, that's a huge moment in that outfit's history. And, and Craig's been a massive part of that team and, and you know, won their first supercars race. As an entity, um, contended for championships, he's won Bathurst for them, and, and some of Roland's biggest moments in his career have come by Craig Lowndes. So to to go through the weekend they had with announcing the Lowndes stuff and then going and smoking the field across the weekend comprehensively was a a pretty big thing. So there's no doubt they'll celebrate. Um, they go to Ipswich next, so test track, though that probably won't have an enormous bearing on on the form for that weekend. So... Yeah, they're in they're in good shape. Still 130 odd points behind McLaughlin in the championship, which is a long way. And and Wink Cup still 400 points behind, 
and 400 points now looks really big. It, it looks huge, um, bearing in mind that there's still, of course, Enduros to come. So, yeah, not not done yet, but it, it's shaping up to be SVG v McLaughlin. So the Kiwis just taking over again. Yeah, they certainly are. There's no doubt about that. And uh, some interesting results. I think one, we, we, we gave our report card last week and we were, we were both fairly harsh about where Tickford Racing are. Uh, kudos hmm. to them. I don't know whether they heard our podcast or not, but they've, uh, well, they seemed to turn it around, didn't they? You'd like to think we're that influential. I have my doubts. Um yeah, yeah, that was that was better, wasn't it? Um, yeah, even though it was it was sort of only one car at a time that was there, but that's that's why you run four cars so you can experiment with one. If it works, you can start making those changes on the other three, and and certainly that was what we saw with with that outfit. Good stuff from Chas Mostyn on Sunday. Um, in fact, he he was sort of leading the team most of the weekend, as has been the case more often than not in the last couple of seasons. Cameron Ward's top bottom, ten. Yep, Cam Waters top ten. Winterbottom was strong earlier in the weekend, so promising signs. Um, I think they've, I think they've now handed their. You know, we, we said in our mid-year review that they hadn't even bothered handing their assignments in, so they didn't even get a mark. Yeah. Um, I think they've just lodged their papers um, and and maybe start qualifying for uh, for some grades now. So um, they've got to carry it on. I mean, one, you know, one average weekend does not a year make for them. So they've got a lot to go, but moving in the right direction, which is what you want to see. Yeah, we certainly do. Uh, Nissan strong again with Rick Kelly. He's having a fantastic year in 2018. And good to see Andre Heimgartner also fighting up the top end as well. Yeah, but, but they were strange, Shebex. Yeah, and was Saturday, was, Saturday was a balmy one. So Rick Kelly qualifies in the 10. The other three cars were outside the top 20. Yeah. So I don't know what was going on there. And, and it was a similar story for Gary Rogers Motorsport. They were awful. Absolutely terrible all yeah. weekend. Um, battling in the middle of the middle of the fifteen, sort of on Saturday, and then they qualified twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Golding and Tanner, they were second off the pace each uh, on for Sunday's race. They were nowhere. So after we we gave them a wrap after Hidden Valley, talking about Garth's performance in particular um, and his ability to MacGyver race results where no race results exist because they can't qualify. Well. You can do that as much as you like, but not if you're starting 25th. And that was Correct. that was a, one of the biggest surprises for the weekend for me was just how average those guys were. Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, one Nissan that uh, found it tough, especially in race two, was Michael Caruso when he found himself into a tyre wall thanks to Anton Di Pasquale, who has since been penalised for that move. Jeez, that was a, a lucky escape for, for uh, Robbo. Yeah, but we need to give race control some credit here, and that's not a line that we use an awful lot. We should probably use it more on some occasions because they do do a good job. Um, who would have thought they'd send the race green again with Caruso's car stranded on the infield and those tyres? They just left them there. They, they'd been moved 15 metres after Caruso headbutted them and yeah. wrote the front of his car off. And I said, no, no, it's fine. We'll, we'll just let him go racing again. Um, you know, in this OHS world we live in, um, I thought that was a cool decision to actually get a motor race in for cool. all the all the fans at, at Townsville who had rocked up to... Um, to see the event and those watching on telly. So well-played race control just to go, right, well, we think that it's safe enough. Um, let's send them. But who would have thought you'd ever see those tyres being clobbered that hard? That was a, a big impact. Yeah, no, exactly right. Scotty McLaughlin, 2033. Shane Van Gisbergen, 1902. Dave Reynolds, 1646. Weird weekend for him. Just wasn't really there, was he? Uh, Reynolds, you're yeah, talking about? Yeah, the 6th yeah, and 7th but... saw that fight with Lowndes and, and sort of, yeah, you know, that... 
the race race pace wasn't brilliant, but um, typical Dave on the start, wasn't it? Yeah, on Sunday, yeah. Yeah. just send the thing around the outside and, and commit. And they they made jokes. Uh, talked about the start on Saturday post race. Um, McLaughlin was talking about it. Wink up as well. And they were all going. We've all been tuned up to make sure we watch Dave on the opening lap. So we're all sort of driving with an eye in our mirror, covering off what Dave was doing because his starts have been so good and his opening laps are even better. So, um, you know, but it, it backs up what we said in our mid-year review, Shebex, that, that that team's now a week-in, week-out contender. Correct. Erebus are, are consistent everywhere now and, and fast everywhere. So. And the fact that we're saying that Dave Reynolds has finished sixth and it wasn't the best weekend for him, I think, is testament to yeah. that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and, and still third in the championship. So yeah. if you had asked at the start of the season where Reynolds would be at the midpoint where we are now, I don't think anyone would have tipped third. Right. You'd probably say top, maybe top six, but yeah, really, really cool. Good yeah. story. And 16 points ahead of Jamie Winkup, who currently sits in fourth. We're not going to... We're not going to talk about Craig Lowndes today because we'll save that for later in the year because there's still so much to play out in the Craig Lowndes story in regards mm. to the rest of his career and I'm sure that he's going to have an amazing finish to 2018. Well, I'm I'm more convinced now than ever that he's going to get close to equaling Brock's nine wins. Yeah. Um, this this just opens the door and, and the the second most asked question of the weekend was when he when it, when does it get announced that you're driving with Jamie Winkup? Oh, in the Enduros next year. And even, even Paul Dumbrell was asked in the Super 2 media conference that just Craig's decision mean you lose your ride. And Paul went, well, possibly. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it, it's it's the biggest story of the year now, for sure. Um, and I, I think we need to get him on for a, a, a special one-on-one and, and just sit down with a great man and get his thoughts um, to us and, and sort of document where he's at in his career. And he'll have yep. to do a few of those. No, we'll, of the year, we'll do but, that. Um, Big story. We will do that, mate. Uh, Touring car masters. What happened there? Uh, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting weekend in TCM, and Stephen Johnson looks like to to win the round his fourth straight. He was aiming for. No one's ever done that in the category, but um, a broken throttle cable uh, stopped his charge, having won the first two races. So John Bow won the round, though he had to work for it because he was turned around at the start of the final race and had to charge through the field, and ultimately. Um, only by passing cars and getting to third place in that race enabled JB to win the round. Um, through it all, Ryan Hansford won his first race, which was a huge performance from Ryan. He's been battling away with a whole heap of bad luck and mechanical issues on his Tirana. So he got through and uh, won his first TCM race, a six different winner of the year. Third first-time winner of the year, so it's cool to see some new names winning for the first time in that category. And uh, having lost the lead of the championship last round, JB back in front now going into their next round at Sandown in September. And just finally, Richard, uh, Formula One's overnight in Silverstone. Maybe the last time we see them race at Silverstone. Ross Braun was pretty adamant, though, that they're trying to work through that to make sure it happens again. 240,000 people attending that weekend. They're uh, ever-powerful Ferraris. Continuing on their way, Sebastian Vettel increases his lead. Lewis Hamilton works his way from the back of the field after being turned around by Kimi Raikkonen. And Red Bull just absolutely proved that no matter how good your tyres are, if you haven't got power, you ain't going to catch people. Yeah, correct. Um, do, do we think that Kimi Raikkonen did the world a favour by fencing Hamilton on the opening lap? Made it interesting, um, didn't it? I, I was watching that in, in the after party uh, up here in Townsville and there was an enormous roar. Yeah. So as much as people respect Lewis Hamilton for all he's achieved. Um, they don't mind seeing him cop some adversity. And the, the best thing about it was that we 
we couldn't hear the uh, radio conversation about him whinging about how hard his life was. Uh, we talked about that last week, but terrific recovery drive and just showed how um, how imperious that car is and how fast it is and how well he drove. But cracking race, wasn't it? Um, it Bottas just still cannot get any luck at all. Um, and of course that safety car ruined his day at the end because he was on the older tyre, um, had margin, safety car comes out. He was a sitting duck and ultimately got mugged and ended up off the podium. But um, good for the World Championship, better wins, terrific stuff. Hamilton second, so a bit of fire going on there for another week. And um, really good, really good race. And there's no way they can not go back to Silverstone. I, I just don't understand how that could even be a thing. They have to make a deal work there because that place is a great racetrack and, and that's another great Grand Prix at that venue. So they have to do it, have to make it work. Yeah, they certainly do. All right, mate, now you've got to jump on a plane and head back to uh, your place of abode. Have a safe trip, buddy, and we'll catch up again shortly. Thanks, Rex. It's going to suck because the weather's amazing up here, so uh, make most of it while we can. Exactly right. Richard Crowell joining us here on The Grid. Let's have a listen to what the top three had to say up at Townsville after yesterday's right, supercar yeah. event. We'll get into it. Um, Shane, huge weekend for the team. One, two, both days. Reverse, flipped it on yesterday. Happy with that? Yeah, um, really good weekend in general. Um, qualifying, racing, practice, all weekend we've been really fast. So that's good. Um, obviously, it's a street circuit, so we're normally fast anyway. Um, so hopefully we can carry that momentum on. Uh, I feel like we learnt a lot um, all weekend, trying big stuff and qualifying, and, and hopefully that um, carries on at other tracks. But, um, yeah, uh, personally, I think um, pretty awesome day for us. Um, we made an evolution on the qualifying car, but had a big change on the race car, as I said uh, yesterday. And um, I think that's the best thing about working with, with Shippy and the 97 guys. You know, there's, there's no egos. You can, they, they're good at sucking it up, and, you know, obviously next door was, was better yesterday. Um, so we went that way. And, uh, yeah, improved the car a lot in the race. It was really good. Took me a bit to get used to it, and then... Pace was good. How big is this weekend, in, I guess, and we'll ask Jamie as well, but how big is this weekend for both of you guys in understanding the new car? Yeah, I think every weekend we, we learn as we go um, and, and we're you know, slowly understanding it and, and getting better and better. Um, as I said, street tracks, it's, you know, I'm obviously I want to take a lot of confidence out of it and, and momentum, but we're always good at tracks like this. So... Yeah, hope it, hope it carries on, but I do feel like we've learnt a lot and, and the cars are... Every time we get on track, we're learning getting better. And do you guys set the car up now? I mean, is Ipswich a completely different setup? It's a, it's a different track, I guess, to what we've got here, but how much do you take out of this going forward, given you know, how much you've learnt this weekend? Yeah, it's, it's quite a different track, back to a conventional circuit, but you know, it's very bumpy nowadays, that track. Every time we go there, it gets bumpier and bumpier, and... Uh, we got good shocks. That's one of our strengths of our car. Um, the sacks work really well, so should be pretty good there. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we can, we can have a good go. And looking at the points tally, it looks like a bit of a two-horse race. Are you thinking championship? I know Jamie doesn't like talking about it, but yourself? No, um, I'm just happy we, we genuinely took the fight to these guys. Um, we've, as I said earlier in the week, I feel like we've been one of the fastest cars in racing, but we've had to compromise the strategy to get, try and get clear air and, and you know, move through the pack. So started up front, raced with them yesterday, and um, it was Scotty's turn to come from the back today, and they did a good job salvaging a result. But um, I feel like we can take them on head-to-head -head in racing um, and look forward to some battles at the next few rounds. All right, sounds good. Jamie, for yourself, second today, did you think you were close there at the end to catching Shane? 
Uh, yeah, no, couldn't be happier. Obviously, an unbelievable team result. Um, my story of my day was a start, just a poor start. Uh, dropped back in the pack. Um, I thought we were okay there on the second stint. The tyres were sort of hanging in there, but we had to go long just due to the um, due, due to the poor start. So um, all in all, couldn't be happier. Um, as Shane said, we, we we keep chipping away. We improve the cars, which is great. We're not getting carried away. It's one round, you know. If uh, if we qualify well over three or four rounds, and we can genuinely say we're making gains, but um, all in all, great weekend, and yeah, happy to happy to come over second. Townsville was a big breakthrough for you last year. Do you feel like the same <coughs> things happened this year? Uh, I think we were, a bit, we were asleep there in, in you know, the start of the year and, uh, and got swamped pretty hard. But I feel like we're, we're, we're certainly stepping up now and um, working, together, working really well as a team. Um, every competition needs, needs competition and uh, it needs a battle. So, um, yeah, I think we've, we, we, we're happy that we can bring the battle to, uh, to the competition. How important are the next few rounds for you? I mean, you've talked about the bend yourself. You know, you've been there, you've seen it, you know how good the bend is. Yeah. Sydney's now 300 points. Ipswich is such a hard track to get past. How important are the next couple of rounds before we hit Enduros? Yeah, I think they're important, but I, I've, uh, I've stopped looking at the, at the points these days. They're... Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a fair way behind. It's going to be a it could be a long shot, but um, it's just about trying to trying to go out there and race hard. That's that's what it's all about at the end of the day. So I'm going to look back on this year and go, did we did we race hard? Did we did we have fun um, this weekend? We had we had a lot of fun, and hopefully we can continue to do that. And um, I'm only having fun when I'm uh, I'm competitive and winning races. So um, this weekend was much better than the last few months. You just said it. You, you say you're a long way back, but do you still feel you are a chance at the championship? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, both of those. Long way back, but um, certainly, certainly a chance. All right, Scotty, moving on to you. Wasn't your weekend still some pretty good results? Yeah, I think two thirds for us after you know the pace that these guys have shown beside us. It's um, I think you know really good for us. I think uh, I, I think I was very disappointed with uh, the top ten shootout today. Just myself, I just made a little couple mistakes, and um, it was the car was very loose. So we sort of tuned. Um, a bit too much one way, uh, so that, that hurt us. But you know, starting uh, today's race, yeah, wasn't the best start from my my end. Um, really, to be honest, my my driving uh, today just sucked. So I need a um, the team really pulled me through, um, gave me a great strategy, great tire life, and I was able to just uh, punch in clear air. So um, yeah, when I'm having a bad day, they're always behind me, which is all I can ask. And run us through that start. You know, you narrowly avoided. What was your view on what you saw? Yeah, I mean, I, was, I knew there's a few kamikaze dudes around me, so I wasn't really stressed. But I knew they were going to throw around the outside. They did, um, and then I just sort of just try to keep it straight as I could. I knew our, like our race pace was good. I just needed to get a good clean start. No damage. No no steering arm. And then I made the moves when I needed to. Then we passed two or three cars before. The pit, the pit stop, um, and then, yeah, I knew I just had to make hay in that stint and hopefully the tyres held on, and they really did. And I think our tyre life was awesome today compared to yesterday. Do you guys go back now and, you know, look at things a bit closer given the pace that these guys showed this weekend? Yeah, but <clears throat> I said yesterday, I think these guys are very quick on street circuits, but we knew that they were going to be fast and they're going to bounce back, and we'll absolutely look at what we can improve on ourselves. Uh, not necessarily against them. I think it's more a case of figuring out what we learned overnight tonight because our car was very different. Uh, last night, sorry. Our car was very different, so um, trying to figure that out and then, yeah, we'll see if we can come back at, a, at the next next street circuit stronger. And yourself, it is still a 140-point lead over Shane. Championship, I mean, you feeling comfortable where you are? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm 
same as it, same as same, you know, just driving, enjoying the lead at the moment, and we'll see if we can extend it, and if we lose a little bit, we'll just keep pressing on. 147,000 in the crowd, Jamie, you've been to all 10 of these events. How does this event stack up compared to others? Yeah, 100, 150,000, that's mega for uh, for the weekend. As I said, with the day we got here in 2009, um, the locals just em- embraced it, and uh, I think they were deprived of good, good old-fashioned motorsport for, for a long time and certainly welcomed us, and it's just grown with momentum. Um, we come here, the track's picture, picture perfect. Um, there's cars in the airport. Like, you can't be in Townsville not knowing the race is on. So we certainly um, massively respect the hospitality, um, and we look forward to coming here for many years to come. Boys? Yeah, just add to that. Like, it's, a, it's an awesome event. You, the whole town gets behind it and, and the crowd as well. Like, um, doing the skit at the end, there's Ford fans going wild about the burnout. So it's pretty cool and, and they're, them respecting that. And, yeah, it's always, always fun coming up here. Yeah, I concur. <laughs> <laughs> Out of words. All right, well, thank you very much, guys. Congratulations <laughs> on a great weekend and see you in Ipswich. Fantastic weekend it was for the uh, Red Bull boys, the Triple Eight outfit, sort of coming back, I suppose, into 2018 in a very big way. And to tell us more about that, we speak to Mark Dutton. Uh, g'day, Dutto, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for coming on board, mate. Uh, was this sort of one of those weekends that, was this, for want of a better way to say it, the weekend you had to have after what has been a, a fairly mixed 2018? Yeah, exactly. You know, we... We came out of the blocks really strong, uh, and then, uh, you know, by our own admission, have had a had a bit of a lull, mainly in in qualifying performance. Our, our race pace has been pretty good, and uh, and sometimes very good. But uh, the weekend we had, um, yeah, it was it was outstanding. Yeah, as you said, uh, we, we had to have that, um, and it was it was something that we had to have for so many reasons, not just the points championship, but just. Um, the amount of effort, uh, you know, everyone in the team, whether they travel to the track or not, um, has been putting in. So every staff member, everyone who, who contributes to the team, whether it's sponsors, any, everyone had been digging deep. So uh, we really needed to see the fruits of your labour because uh, it's, it is definitely hard to sustain that uh, that higher level of effort uh, and, and uh, yeah, hours. I mentioned earlier in the podcast that uh, for me, uh, the thing that signified that to me was the look on Roland's face after uh, Shane's win yesterday, and it was just a, a real look of relief and a real look of pride, and 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 a moment where, you, if you looked into his eyes, you could just see that it was right. We are back. Hundred percent, and, uh, and and you got it right. It, it, there is always uh, an element of relief when you have the. Uh, not the performance that you sort of uh, yeah, you, you set for yourself. We, we expect, uh, yeah, obviously high, high things from ourselves. So there is always that relief when you when you achieve that. But uh, definitely the pride um, that was that was shown by Roland. But everyone, when you do that, let alone a weekend uh, when you've had the, the Craig Lowndes announcement, um, we we wanted uh, you know. Uh, that solid result for for all three cars uh, more than ever. And I was, uh, that was going to be uh, one of my next points. So I'll bring it up now. And the uh, the weekend that was with the Craigland's announcement on the Friday, for us out there in in Punderland, I suppose for, it was something that we weren't expecting. 
I'm sure you guys have sort of been aware of it for a little while, though. It wasn't brand new news to you on Friday morning. Craig didn't knock on the door of the truck and say, Roland, Dado, that's it, I'm gone. No, no, exactly. But it was it was kept, uh, yeah, people kept their cards close to the chest. So I, I was I was aware of it um, because it was obviously a, a serious matter that wasn't taken about lightly. Yeah, Craig and Roland spent a, a, a lot of time and uh, and even over the years, yeah, it's, these things don't come as a, as a surprise. You know, we all get older and things change, and and uh, so you know, it is finding the right time. And and um, before this year was definitely the, I believe, the wrong time. I, I think uh, both both Craig and Roland have have made the right decision. I I, I 100% support their decision. I think it is the right thing. Uh, that doesn't make it easier. Mm. Um, and and Friday uh, Friday morning when. Um, when Craig and Roland got the whole team together for a, for a private uh, announcement before before the, the public one. Um, and there was actually a cameraman in there. I was trying to avoid uh, the camera looking at me, mate, because uh, there, was, there, was, there, was there was a tear or two. Yeah. So, no, it's, uh, it, it's a tough thing. He's part of the family, but the, the thing that uh, settled everyone the most was that uh, he'll, he'll still be around. He's not, he's not going anywhere. And that's the amazing thing about it. There's been a lot of eulogies sort of written about Craig Lowndes in the last couple of days in regards to how great he's been for supercars, and he has been. But the thing about it is is that he's still sticking around for the rest of 2018, and then he's going to become an enduro driver after that. There is still a lot of work to be done to the Craig Lowndes story. It hasn't finished yet, has it? Exactly, spot on. You know, it's and and we hope hope this year that um, you know the, we're still pushing for the fairy tale. You know, the the three cars. You know, he's he's the furthest away of our three, but uh, definitely not mathematically out of it by by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, we haven't written off this year. We we, we would dearly love uh, to give him the the fairy tale send off by. By, uh, by, by pushing for that championship. So we'll be working hard uh, as, as a whole collective unit to, to, to do that. And, Marcus, I suppose one of the main things is now that Craig has given himself a real opportunity to equal or even better his mentor in Peter Brock. He has six Bathurst to his name now. We know Brocky won nine. One would think that a logical pairing would be Craig and Jamie. It may not be, but gee whiz, if it was, those two could do some serious damage on the mountain over the next few years. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we, we haven't uh, totally decided at all who, who they're going with, but uh, whoever whoever we pair them with, yeah, they will be uh, they'll be the, the, the pair to beat. Uh, yeah, we've seen Craig. And, and Jamie, yeah, you, you referred to that. We've seen what they could do to the damage they did together as, as a pairing. Um, yeah, it was because of how strong the pairing was of those two that the rules changed to, to not allow yeah. main drivers to, uh, to to pair together. So um, uh, yeah, so whatever, whichever combination we we end up with, it'll uh, it'll definitely be exciting uh, exciting times uh, for us and uh, and I think the opposition might uh, might, might not be that, uh, that one. Mark, I want to talk to you about Triple Eight uh, as a team and, and the situation you've been in the past few years compared to where you're at now and I suppose in a few years ago, Jamie, so dominant Craig, Shane coming into the team you guys were very much the hunted and you still are to an extent, you still are the standard but now you're hunting a little bit as well you've got uh, the guys from Team Penske DJR 
with Shane, uh, with Scott McLaughlin putting up a fantastic effort. We see Erebus coming in. So there seems to be a lot more competition for you guys compared to where there was, say, two or three years ago. Which way do you prefer it? Do you prefer being the front runner being chased or do you prefer this situation where you've got that competition that you're trying to get yourself? question for me and, and I, I prefer when I know we're doing the best job we can and uh, and we're, we're being beaten um, and all those teams as you've rightly said have stepped up and, and especially the, the, the Penske consistency and, and qualifying pace in particular but um, you know, to, to achieve the results we did on the weekend there was, there was no magic uh, it was just us doing the job that we know we can do at the level that uh, we, we have in the past um, and, and that uh, we demand of ourselves. So I, I like it when uh, when we're performing at our best because you know, it's, it's every every championship we've won, every every race we've won, even sometimes when they when they couldn't look from the outside to be easy, they they so are not easy. The, the weekend. Uh, they weren't easy wins. Uh, yes, we won by very, very uh, you know, comfortable margins, mm. uh, which obviously we're proud of. But uh, the, the effort that went into went into those means that all the behind the scenes uh, work means they're, they're not. Um, they're, they're not. It's never an easy win. So um, I, I, I do prefer when uh, when we are the quickest because I'm. Rightly or wrongly, I think we always can be. I think yeah. we've always got it in us. Um, so I do like us being the benchmark, mainly for the reason because it just means that uh, you know we're doing the job to the best of our ability. So, um, but like anything, it's it's fun sometimes to be the underdog. It's 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 it is uh, it is very rewarding when you when you chase down a deficit um, or you come from behind, things like that. Um, yeah, each. Each one makes uh, each race special for their for their own own right. So, yeah, I, I don't have a favourite apart from uh, us us doing the best job we can, and then uh, fighting everyone else who's who's uh, giving it to us. No, and I totally understand that. Uh, but as a, as a, a supporter of the sport as well, which I'm sure you are, as as well as someone who's so entrenchedly involved in it, you would have to agree that this period in time it's so much better for the sport than one team, whether it's yourself or somebody else dominating. We've seen that so much in Formula One in the last couple of years, with Mercedes being the standout. Now, once again, competition has brought people back to the sport. I think the sport is in such a a healthy period right now because we do have that competition. Yeah, I agree with you there, um, and it's it is so good uh, that you know it does keep you on your toes. Um, you know, the competition is tighter. The reliability that's a big one. You know, in the past, especially at Bathurst, if uh, you, you knew half, but maybe that's an exaggeration, but you knew probably a third of the field wouldn't make the thousand k's, and then uh, and then you knew um, usually in Bathurst, if you stayed on the lead lap, you were in the top six. So. Come to the end of the, you know, the the, the money time uh, for for Bathurst, yeah. Uh, you know, the last sort of stint or two, you'd be you'd, you'd actually only be racing six people. Those days are long gone, and they, you know, you're you're racing twenty people at the end of Bathurst, so it's so much stronger. Uh, and and it is you, you nailed it with your terminology. It is healthy, and it needs to be because. Yeah, what we're doing is fun. It's motorsport, you know. We're not we're not curing cancer. We don't kill ourselves. We treat it like it's 
life and death and war, but we but we know it's not war. Um, so we we're definitely aware of what we're doing is uh, is something we're very fortunate to be able to do. So it does need to be healthy. You know, we do need to try and encourage other other sponsors, other manufacturers. Um, and and the what I really loved in, in recent years with when Volvo came in and Mercedes and, and Nissan and okay, uh, you know, two of those are, are not racing at the minute, but the fans got behind them straight away. You know, everyone is so willing to to accept uh, change and, uh, and 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 newcomers. So uh, I, I hope that continues because it it does. It does give our, our job security a bit of a boost. Mark Dutton, team boss for the Red Bull Supercar team, joining us for a chat. A, a final one for you, Mark, and I do appreciate your time here today. You mentioned a couple of minutes ago about you, you've set the pace now and the team is performing, especially on the weekend at Townsville, is performing at the level of its expectation and where you want to be. How tough is it now to keep performing at that level week in and week out? We'll see. Is, is, uh, is the answer. I, I wish I had a definitive answer of that. You know, you've been I'm there before, though, haven't you? you? You've performed at that yeah. level consistently. Yeah, we, 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 we know how to perform there. We just have to we have to be scientific uh, with, with, with our approach. So now there needs to be so much work gone into, once again, the behind-the-scenes, the, the debriefing, the understanding exactly what little changes gave us that, that increase in, in car performance, uh, because there definitely was. Uh, we, are, we think over the weekend we're already analysing it obviously as things are happening so we think we know some of the, the little things, adjustments that we made that, that made a difference so for us we need to be scientific we need to do the background work the, the, the grunt work which uh, isn't, isn't spraying champagne on TV yes. uh, do all of that so that we can build momentum uh, momentum is critical in any sport and, and ours is no different I know you're not going to pick me a favourite, but I'm going to ask you anyway, just in case you, you have a, a moment of, uh, of, of wanting to give me an answer. Who wins the championship out of your two boys if it's not Scott McLaughlin? Is it Shane Van Gisbergen or Jamie? Mate, I'd, I'd love it to be Craig Williams. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I know that's the third one, but uh, they're all my boys. Yeah, yeah, they are. Really like so three, three car team, I... I, I I have a hole in my heart for you know in, in the team for the fact that we haven't been able to give Craig Lowndes a, a championship at Triple Eight. We've we've collectively been able to to be there together and achieve everything but that for him. So um, yeah, I'm back in Lowndes. So for Craig to do that, we talk about strategy on race day. Do you have to go, Do you guys need to pull something special out of the box for that to happen? No, no. We just need to pass it and, and work together like like we did on the weekend. Um, yeah, two 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 fourths were were spectacular. Yeah, we yeah, everyone wants the podium. Everyone wants those those uh, that extra step, and that we got to keep pushing ourselves. But it was a spectacular weekend um, at any time, let alone bouncing back after uh, such a big announcement. Um, yeah, it's, uh, we just need to continue doing what uh, what we did on the weekend. Cheers, it would be an amazing postscript if we could get him over the line, or if you could get him over the line after the announcement of the weekend and uh, as a champion with uh, with your team. Mark, we thank you so much for your time today. Really do appreciate it. Congratulations on the, the team effort for Townsville and hopefully for you guys and for the sport that continues and we go all the way down to the wire again at Newcastle and what promises to be another fantastic Supercars Championship. 
Thank you very much, and uh, thanks for having me. Mark Dutton joining us here from Red Bull Supercar Team. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We look forward to catching you again on the grid next time round.